Number five, Jafar Sadiq. I have discovered, and exaggeration is not in my nature, that he who is my sustenance will come to me. I run to him, and my quest for him is agony for me. Were I to sit still, he would come to me without distress. Urwa ibn Adhina. The son of Imam Muhammad al-Bakir, son of al-Imam Zain al-Abidin, son of Hussein, son of Ali ibn Abi Talib, Jafar was born on the 8th of Ramadan in the year 83 Hijra, 702 current era. His mother was the daughter of al-Qasim, whose great-grandfather was Abu Bakr al-Siddiq. He spent his life in worship and acts of piety for the sake of God. He rejected all positions of fame in favor of isolation from the mundane world. One of his contemporaries, Umar ibn Abi al-Muqdam, said, When I look at Jafar ibn Muhammad, I see the lineage and the secret of the Prophet Muhammad united in him. He received from the Prophet two lines of inheritance, the secret of the Prophet through Ali and the secret of the Prophet through Abu Bakr. In him the two lineages met, and for that reason he was called the inheritor of the prophetic station and the inheritor of the truthful station. In him was reflected the light of the knowledge of truth and reality. That light shone forth and that knowledge was spread widely through him during his lifetime. Jafar narrated from his father, Muhammad al-Bakhir, that a man came to his grandfather, Zain al-Abidin, and said, Tell me about Abu Bakr. He said, You mean As-Siddiq? The man said, How do you call him As-Siddiq when he is against you, the family of the Prophet? He replied, Woe to you! The Prophet called him As-Siddiq, and God accepted his title of As-Siddiq. If you want to come to me, keep the love of Abu Bakr and Omar in your heart. Jafar said, The best intercession that I hope for is the intercession of Abu Bakr as-Siddiq. The following invocation is reported from Jafar as-Siddiq. O God, you are my witness that I love Abu Bakr and I love Omar, and if what I am saying is not true, may God cut me off from the intercession of Muhammad. He took the knowledge of the traditions from two sources, from his father through Ali and from his maternal grandfather Al-Qasim. Then he increased his knowledge of the traditions by sitting with Urwa, Atta, Nafi and Zuhri. The two Sufyans, Sufyan Athauri and Sufyan bin Aina, Imam Malik, Imam Abu Hanifa and Al-Qatan all narrated traditions through him as did many others from the later scholars of the traditions. He was a master in exegesis of the Qur'an, a scholar of jurisprudence, 
and one of the greatest scholars qualified to give legal decisions in Medina. Jafar acquired both the external religious knowledge as well as the internal confirmation of its realities in the heart. The latter was reflected in his many visions and miraculous powers, too numerous to tell. One time, someone complained to Mansur, the governor of Medina, about Jafar. They brought him before Mansur and asked the man who had complained, Do you swear that Jafar did as you say? He said, I swear that he did that. Jafar said, Let him swear that I did what he accused me of, and let him swear that God punish him if he is lying. The man insisted on his complaint, and Jafar insisted that he take the oath. Finally, the man accepted to take the oath. No sooner were the words of the oath out of his mouth than he fell down dead. Once he heard that Hakam ibn al-Abbas al-Khalbi crucified his own uncle Zayd on a date palm. He was so unhappy about this that he raised his hands and said, O oh God, send him one of your dogs to teach him a lesson. Only a brief time passed before Hakam was eaten by a lion in the desert. Imam Atabari narrates that Wahab said, I heard Laith ibn Sa'd say, I went on pilgrimage in the year 113 Hijra, 731 current era. After I performed the afternoon prayer, I was reading some verses of the Holy Quran when I saw someone sitting beside me invoking God, saying, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, repeatedly, until he lost his breath. Then he continued by saying, Ya Hai, Ya Hai, until his breath was again lost. Then he raised his hands and said, O oh God, I have the desire to eat grapes. O oh God, give me some. And my robe is becoming so old and tattered. Please, O oh God, grant me a new one. He had hardly finished his words before a basket of grapes appeared in front of him, while at the same time there were no grapes in season. Besides the basket of grapes, there also appeared two cloaks more beautiful than I had ever seen before. I said, O oh my partner, let me share with you. He said, How are you a partner? I replied, You were praying and I was saying, Amin. Then Imam Jafar said, Then come and eat with me. And he gave me one of the two cloaks. Then he walked off until he met a man who said, O son of the Prophet, cover me, because I have nothing but these tattered garments to cover me. He immediately gave the cloak that he had just received. I asked that man, Who is that? He replied, That is the great Imam, Jafar al-Sadiq. I ran after him to find him, but he had disappeared. This is only a sample of the many anecdotes and stories of the miraculous powers of Jafar al-Sadiq. From his knowledge, he used to say to Sufyan al-Thawri, If God bestows on you a favor and you wish to keep that favor, then you must praise and thank him excessively, because he said, If you are thankful, God will increase for you. 
Quran chapter 14 verse 7 He also said, If the door of provision is closed for you, then make a great deal of begging for forgiveness, because God said, Seek forgiveness of your Lord, certainly your Lord is oft forgiving. Quran chapter 11 verse 52 And he said to Sufyan, If you are upset by the tyranny of a sultan, or other oppression that you witness, say, There is no change and no power except with God. Quran chapter 18 verse 39 Because it is the key to relief and one of the treasures of paradise. From his sayings The Nun, letter N, at the beginning of Surah Kalam, 68, represents the light of pre-eternity, out of which God created all creations, and which is Muhammad. That is why he said in the same surah, Truly you are of a sublime nature. Quran chapter 68 verse 4. That is, you were privileged with that light from pre-eternity. God Almighty and Exalted told the lower world, Serve the one who serves me, and tire the one who serves you. Prayer is the pillar of every pious person. Pilgrimage is the sacred struggle of every weak one. The poor dew of the body is fasting. The one who asks for God's blessings without performing good deeds is like one trying to shoot an arrow without a bow. Open the door of provision by giving donations. Fence in your money with the payment of the poor due. The best is he who wastes not. Planning is the foundation of your life. To act prudently is the basis of intellect. Whoever makes his parents sad has denied their rights on him. The jurists are the trustees of the prophet. If you find the jurists sticking to the company of sultans, say to them, This is forbidden as the jurist cannot express his honest opinion under the pressure of a sultan's proximity. No food is better than piety, and there is nothing better than silence. No enemy is more powerful than ignorance. No illness is greater than lying. If you see something you do not like in your brother, try to find from one to seventy excuses for him. If you cannot find an excuse, say, There might be an excuse, but I do not know it. If you hear a word from a Muslim which is offensive, try to find a good meaning for it. If you do not find a good meaning for it, say to yourself, I do not understand what he says in order to keep harmony between Muslims.
Jafar passed away in 148 Hijra year, 765 current era. He was buried in Jannat al-Baqi, in the same graveyard as that of his father, Muhammad al-Bakir, his grandfather, Zain al-Abidin, and the uncle of his grandfather, Hassan ibn Ali. He passed on the secret of the golden chain to his successor, Tayfur Abu Yazid al-Bistami, more commonly known as Bayazid al-Bistami.